Hubhopper Originals. Hello, and welcome back to Being Miraculous, a podcast by Shweta Shivraman. For those of you tuning in for the very first time, Being Miraculous is a podcast to inspire and live life to its fullest through my journey of self-discovery. Miraculous is the derivative of the Greek word miraki, which means to do an act with complete willingness, undivided attention, and wholehearted devotion. This podcast is a reminder of how we're not alone in this journey and on the simple things we can do to make this life a memorable and a beautiful experience. Hello everyone and welcome back to a brand new episode on Being Miraculous. If you love our show, don't forget to like, subscribe and leave a review so that these words can reach more people and inspire them to live life consciously. We're also upgrading our community one level up very soon. If you've been on a transformational journey, you know how lonely it can get and I want to build a close community of like-minded people who inspire, influence and hold each other accountable towards achieving our life goals. Sign up now to apply and receive early access to the Being Miraculous tribe from our Instagram page. Today, I want to speak on a topic that's been weighing in on my mind for a while now. It's a fundamental question. Is ambition good or bad? If you've been a high achiever all your life, I'm sure you would have faced this question too at some point. And by high achievers, I mean anyone and everyone who prioritizes success. If you're anything like me, ambition is what drives you to get out of bed every single morning and keep at it. But at the same time, there is a price to that ambition. And where do we draw that line and still lead happy, meaningful and fulfilling lives? That is what we are going to explore today. Let's start with what is ambition? It's a drive that propels us into action towards achieving our desired goals, be it wealth, fame, glory, power, whatever your poison is. Ambition is that fuel that keeps a lot of our engines going. We want to achieve more, we want to be our best. And for a lot of us who have strived hard to get where we are, our ambitions are dear to our heart. We wear our ambitions proudly because they are part of our DNA that fighting spirit that fuels us to keep at it against all odds. And they are our precious resources that we swear by. Because who would we be if it was not for ambition, right? According to psychology today, ambition can arise from multiple factors. From parental role models and expectations, birth order and sibling equations, feelings of inferiority or superiority, fear of failure, fear of rejection, intelligence, past achievements, competitiveness, envy, anger, revenge, and the list is endless. While we may all have started with very small ambitions, oh God, let me just win this race on sports day, get that house cup for my team, top the class in board exams, get that job offer in placements, secure admissions in top three, not top five B schools, obviously get placed in day minus one, and then get the pre-placement offer, and the quickest promotions and hikes year after year. A one-bedroom house in Nariman Point, maybe? Or mostly C-class. 
a farmhouse in Alibag? Do you see where I'm going here? Is there an end to these wants? More often than not, no. Because you achieve something and then you see someone else in your circle two steps ahead and you suddenly aspire to be four steps ahead. Like that quote by Mahatma Gandhi, he says, Earth provides enough to satisfy every man's needs, but not every man's greed. There's a very thin line between ambition and greed. And once you cross over, the consequences of that drive can quickly turn unpleasant. There is a price you pay for putting success over all else, and it starts becoming costlier very soon. Let's just look at the negative sides of it. 1. Self-neglect The first person to pay the price for this ambition is of course you. But you'd pay this price unknowingly, unconsciously, for a really, really long time. It is like that auto-debit mandate that you're not even aware of anymore. You neglect pausing from your ambitions to unwind and slow down. Instead, you load up on more caffeinated drinks, sacrifice good hours of sleep and compromise your physical health and mental well-being in pursuit to glory. 2. Perfectionism Ah, we all know this one. We set ridiculously high standards for ourselves which leads to burnout, loss of self-esteem every time we fall even a little bit short of it. You then try to overcompensate by putting in more efforts because surely that cannot go wrong. But of course, that just accelerates the downward spiral. The same ambition that was motivation now becomes a detractor. You lose your will to do anything, but the drive for perfectionism keeps pushing your hollow body to exert itself more and more. Because if you don't achieve all that you aspire for, who are you really? Every piece of your identity, self-worth and being comes from achieving that external milestone. 3. Poor Relationships This is a hard pill to swallow, but our closest family and friends are often the ones who pay the heavier price for these never-ending ambitions. Excessive ambition makes us throw away our relationships by not giving it enough time, by taking it for granted, or simply by not putting any effort or making it a priority. The journey to success eventually becomes lonely closer to the top if you don't pay heed to the people around you. This is often one of the largest regrets successful people have. 4. Constant insecurity When all of your identity and worth is measured in material achievements and belongings in comparison to those around you, there is a constant insecurity, a feeling of never being good enough, a feeling of needing to be the best in every room you walk into and failing at it when you're not. I've seen this pattern most in B-School graduates. Having been toppers individually in our respective small ponds, when you pit them together, chaos is exactly what happens. Our self-inflated egos take a beating. Really? Someone else can be better than me? Instead of learning from them, we make it a mission to bring them down so we can feel secure. The same ambition causes anguish and despair. And that is not healthy, to say the least. So now I know what you must be wondering. Does that mean we all have to become monks who are desireless? Well, the scriptures do call such a person a yogi or a person of perfection. But maybe there is a path in between. I believe that transformation is possible in smaller doses than trying to move mountains in the first attempt. 
So, simply put, no. For those of us who have thrived in the material world of success for so long, we cannot become overnight monks. But there's something we can still do in the interim. Like Aristotle's take on ambition. He says, virtue is a disposition to aim at the intermediate between excess and deficiency, which, unlike the excess or deficiency, is a form of success and therefore worthy of praise. So for our interim, we can begin by asking ourselves a simple question. For every goal you set for yourself, think about why do I want to achieve it? This simple question can give you clarity on what forms the basis of your ambition. Is it based on insecurities? He has that, so I want this and that. An excessive list of wants fueled by greed. Or is it based on a genuine inherent need from within? A collective intention? One that actually takes you up to the top of Maslow's pyramid of needs to self-actualization. Thanks to our parents, the need for food, water, security were taken care of. So we didn't really start from the bottom of the pyramid there. But what we fail to realize is that it doesn't mean we can jump directly to the top to self-actualization of our needs. There are few steps in the interim of love and self-esteem that are reasonably important for us to feel secure before we go into actualizing. Otherwise, we are only attempting to self-aggrandize ourselves and bloat our misplaced ego further. So instead of being ambitious for all the wrong egoistical reasons, let us choose to channelize that drive towards needs that serve beyond just us. Every time you set yourself a goal, ask why is it important? What will you gain if you were to achieve it? If the answer is good enough, then fuel that ambition and go after it. If it is not very convincing, maybe let it brew a little in your subconscious mind until you shape it in a way that serves you and the people around you in the long run. Like all things in life, whether ambition is good or bad, is simply defined by your attitude. You can use it as a constructive tool to motivate you to keep going, or it could be destructive to feed your ego over and over again. The choice is yours, and you must choose wisely, for these decisions have several consequences, if not today, someday soon. What are your thoughts on ambition? Is it good, acceptable, holy, or something you can live without? I'm curious to know. Drop me a message across wherever you're following my journey, and I would love to debate this further. Like I always say, if you like what you're listening to, Please, please, please do like, share, comment, follow, subscribe or review us across all platforms so that these words can reach a wider audience. Thank you once again and I hope you all have a fabulous month ahead. इस हब हॉपर ओरिजिनल को सुनने के लिए आपका शुक्रिया अगर आप भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करना चाहते हैं तो हब हॉपर स्टूडियो वेबसाइट पे रजिस्टर करें और एक मिनट के अंदर अंदर अपना खुद का पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करें यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कॉन्टेंट